at least a millennial that is going to help you understand this before you start putting some serious money in it. But uh, but definitely, man, it's worth the time. It's worth the investment. If you start, if you start looking at some of the hedge funds right now, uh, hedge funds are going heavy on um, on investing in NFTs. Welcome to the King's Code Podcast. All right, so welcome to the King's Code Podcast. My name is Raul Vilasas, and I have here today a special guest. Man, when I connected with this man on Instagram, I saw that he was disrupting the restaurant industry because, you know, there's a lot of buzz right now on NFTs. Everybody wants to... Everyone wants to be Gary Vee. Everyone wants to be the NFT king. Everybody wants to, to make millions of dollars buying the uh, what some people may call JPEGs or maybe people may call scams. Uh, I'm a believer in NFTs. Uh, I'm, I'm an early adapter in different things. And my son, who's 16 years old, he's always putting me on different things. So when I, when I started buying NFTs and, and I started looking at the culture, I started following a bunch of people. And you know, I started following Andy Nugent, and man, I, I want him to come into this podcast and just throw some insights on how you could actually not just get involved in NFTs, but disrupt also different industries using NFTs. So without further ado, let's welcome Andy Nugent to the podcast. Andy, welcome to the King's Club, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me, and I appreciate it. Definitely a lot of exciting times in this uh, Web3 world right now, so yeah. Man, and listen, man, it, it, it seems like it's happening so fast, man. Like the, the Web3 is like... It, Every month, something new comes up, man. I bought um, I, I bought some uh, a mutant ape at the at the beginning of the year. The the uh, yeah, the beginning of the year. I invested in in be friends. I invested in mutant apes, uh, and I was gonna buy the board ape, but I was hesitant. I was like, man, I don't know if I'm, I'm gonna throw a couple hundred thousand dollars in there, man. It's like you know, it's a lot of money. So instead of you know, instead of doing that, I just diversify because my background is in real estate. I said, if I have a assets if one goes down i have the other one if uh, you know I have, I have to leverage myself right but now i'm seeing how the the board apes are just blown up man and, and it's just an investment that is just keep going so tell us a little bit how you got involved with nfts and, and and what got you to actually jump in and spend all all your time and effort and energy yeah so i've only been involved in the space um since november last year when i finally had time to sit down and learn about it before before that i was just like everyone else skeptical you know, like what's going on. I, 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 it's like one ear out the other. I'm, I'm so busy with my other businesses that I didn't have time to focus. And then once I started, you know, picturing myself, I'm in the restaurant industry, right? So I own um, 12 different food concepts, 60 locations from here, Las Vegas and, and Texas. And the, the food industry is so messed up right now, right? Mm. You could see rising food costs. No one wants to work. Um, the culture of the services, everything's changing. And myself, I was trying to picture myself the next five years down the line. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to see, I don't see myself in the food industry for the next five years. I, I got to find something else. I got to, I got to, I got to change things around. Hmm. And for myself, I was always trying to figure out how do I, how do I, if someone gave me a huge influx of money, I'm, I'm always about building great experience, brand experiences, right? That's what I've done over the past. And I've always done it with being bottlenecked with, you know, like how much, how much influx of money I could play with to, to hmm. do something crazy. Right. But I was like, if I had a huge amount of money, I could do something impactful that I, I think it could change the world. And once I started learning about NFTs, I was like, oh my God, this is this is what I've been doing for the past 20 years, branding, marketing, community building. Like I'm already doing this, but now it's just strictly on the digital side. 
and I'm like a collector nerd. I'm like a sneakerhead. I've been, you know, I've been in the streetwear world. I had a clothing brand for seven years. So I understood all these things were like in one. I was like, oh, I got to get in. Mm. So for myself, I wanted to save the restaurant industry, right? I was like, hey, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a problem in the restaurant industry. And I think with NFTs, you could fix all that, right? What I learned through what Gary Vee is doing with his restaurant and the fur fly fish, it didn't, to me, it didn't make sense in the beginning because 3,000 exclusive memberships to eat at a restaurant. And you're like, wait a minute, you have 3,000 rest- 3, pieces. How do you make money? Hmm. They open in New York City in a prime yep. location. It doesn't make sense. But once you understand the trades and the value of the NFTs, you're like, oh my God, he, this is just a vehicle. He could, this place doesn't have to serve, doesn't have to serve food. It's just the person could just be paid really well and this place would still be sustainable and stay open. So once I saw that, I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to change the entire culture of food. And um, before I could do that, you know, jumping, you can't just jump into the Web3 industry, right? Because people are very skeptical in that industry. They're like, hey, are you, are you coming in for a cash grab? What are you trying to do? So I came with this idea of like, you know what? I'm going to go buy a board ape because it's going to make a big statement, right? Mm. Pop culture, everyone pop culture around the world, doesn't matter if you're living here in another country. If you understand like what's cool, what's hot, what's going on, you know what a board ape is. Yeah. So I was like, well, yeah. I'm going to buy a board ape. I'm going to post it as my profile picture. And people are going to be like, hey, look at, look at Andy. He's just flexing right now. Or everyone else is like, oh, he's jumping in Web3. This must, must be something to it. A week later, I post a picture of the food packaging. People were like, hey, the, um, are you building a metaverse restaurant? I was like, I didn't say anything. I let it run again. Then the week after, I posted the image of the restaurant. And the idea of the restaurant is that this is my gift to the Web3 community, right? Everyone talks about, hey, what, what can you do in real life with this? Well, you can't eat in the digital world, so I'm going to do what I know best. I know how to build restaurants. I know how to build brand experiences. So this is a gift to the Web3 world. But then this is also a lesson to all the skeptics, right? Everyone keeps calling it JPEG. But I'm showing everyone that with this JPEG, I built a brand a business out of this a new ecosystem within this. And I'm bridging the both worlds together at the same time. So I'm doing something different. You know, and, and what I love about this story, Andy, is that you know, a lot of people think like, oh, well, I, I must have missed it. You know, I must have missed the, the, the boom of the NFTs. I missed the, the boom of, of Bitcoin. I missed the boom. So everybody's thinking about, you know, missing out instead of taking risks, you know. And, and you, listen, a couple of months, six months ago, you know, you, you were coming into this space, you know, and COVID hit the restaurant business probably the worst. I mean, how, how, how did you stay open through COVID? I mean, talk to us about the struggle that you had through COVID. Did you, were you able to make it through? You had to close some restaurants. What was, what was the struggle that you had in the last couple of years? Uh, I felt both sides of it. You know, some some of my restaurants that were located near office, like office spaces, mm-hmm. all the offices closed. So co- concepts that are doing six figures a month are doing like two, $300 a day now mm-hmm. and not surviving. So I, was, I had to close those down. But the ones that were in neighborhoods more where everyone was stuck at home, those sales jumped through the roof. Mm-hmm. So I have, I have both emotions. I'm running on high and low at the same time. So it's like mm-hmm. a weird, crazy time. Um, Definitely a crazy period, but I, I definitely learned a lot, and obviously it's brought me to where I'm at today and, and completely changed my life. I think that, to, to be honest with you, COVID was also a blessing for entrepreneurs who were probably just doing it for the money. You know what I mean? It's like right. we were probably just running around doing the same things, and unless something as catastrophic as, as the pandemic happened, you know, you and I probably would not have been thinking outside the box. Right? We were forced yeah. to, to adapt, adjust, and execute. We were forced to start looking at and really what, what the pandemic did for, at least for me, was to help me see what's important. Like, what truly do I want to do? What, what the fuck, why the fuck am I doing what I'm doing? Is it just because of the money or do I want to make an impact? You know, do I, how can I create an impact and how can I disrupt myself? So, you know, before the pandemic, 
uh, I own a brand called The Next Level Experience, and we were an, an event company. So I had events every single month, Andy. We're putting events, we're you know, training businessmen on mindset and businesses, and they will come to, to the East Coast, and I will kick their ass mentally, I will kick their ass physically, I will kick their, you know, shape them up, and then take, you know, send them back home, and they were on fire, right? So then the pandemic hit, and we couldn't put in events. As a matter of fact, when the, when the pandemic hit, we had a big event here in the East Coast, and we had to, had to cut it off uh, one day early. And, and I got sick with COVID. My wife got sick with COVID. A bunch of people, it was like a COVID, you know, super spread. But then we had to adapt. I said, okay, what's next? What can, how can we serve our clients? And so we started the coaching aspect. So we always had coaching, but coaching wasn't our first um, vertical. It was always the event was the first vertical. Then, man, coaching took off because everybody needed coaching to the pandemic. <laughs> Every entrepreneur was like, man, I'm losing my fucking mind. I need something to keep me straight so I can see the opportunities. And some of our clients have have pivoted tremendously to be able to take advantage of these opportunities. So that's, I believe that's what the pandemic has done is really disrupt the way that we operate in business so we can see the opportunities. So you could see what can we do, what's the impact. So now the pandemic hit, you lost some money there, you you kind of have some some businesses. You know, what, what was the moment that you said, fuck, I need to do something. I need to look seriously at this Web3 not just the hype, but I really need to look at this from a place of a, of a brick and mortar business, because that's who you are, you're an entrepreneur who run a brick and mortar business. What was the moment that you said, man, I, I need to do this, I need to start looking at deeper? What happened? Uh, once this December happened, and I under, I really understood what NFTs could do besides just you know people flipping it and, and make, you know, building it through media hype, I understood the power of the endless possibilities, right? Of, of tying utility, um, community building, um, storytelling, like, like marketing all of it in one. And I was like, this is, this is what I, this is, this is my life already. I've mm. already been doing this, but now this is to scale in the level of impact that I've never seen before. Right. The speed of impact, you know, the money is great. Right. And, and, web three, but the level and speed of impact, you've never seen it in your lifetime before this. Right. I, I think, I think that's where it is. That's what attracted me to, to NFTs. Uh, and it was the community. You know, uh, Gary talks about community building, right? We, I'm, I'm big on the culture, like, like I call it the edge culture. Like, so my clients, like, we, you know, we have the edge culture. What does the edge mean? You know, having the energy, the determination to be guided to execute, right? You know, as, as, as a man, we need to have that edge culture to become that a category king. We need to make sure that that we bring in value, right? So I've never seen a community spread out so fast as the NFT community. And, and that's what I believe that the future is in, in, in the Web3, not just because of the technology, but because it allows people to come together to a cause. You know, so, so talk to us about the, the board Ape, because you could have gone, you know, different. Why did you choose the board Ape? Because I know that you could have bought probably CryptoPunks, you could have done, you know, Cool Cats, you probably would have done other, other projects out there and that, that were not like, so why board Ape? I think understanding how board Ape was, was pushing that the IP, the IP usage was open. And me understanding IP before, I've already done collaborations with Hello Kitty. I do, I work with uh, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, a bunch of different brands. So I un like understanding IP, no one understands it better than me, right? And how to bring into a collaborative brand experience. So once I figured that out, I was like, I bingo, I know exactly what to do with this. This is, this these these apes are the perfect character, perfect catalyst for it. And I'm gonna put it into this project and, and see what happens. And, and definitely did not expect the wave of news to go the way it did. Um, but it's it's definitely the talk of uh, Web three right now. So, so so let me let me bring it back because some of my audiences are boomers. All right, so a lot of the guys are like, what the fuck are you talking? What's an NFT, right? So I just realized that we have to really explain. You know, if 
if you don't know what an NFT is, you 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 really have to start doing some homework. But the bottom line, NFT is it's a contract. It's a contract in a digital world, right? So you actually are buying a contract. Now the contract could be a, a, a picture. It could be a, a frame. It could be something that is that has um, a blueprint, right? So one of the reasons that I believe, Andy, that you chose the board ape contract, the, the board ape. A project is because they have a roadmap. So if anybody's listening to this podcast right now, you know, it is not just picking an NFT and just hoping, you know, you're gonna win the lottery. You know, you have to do your homework. Uh, now more than ever, looking at the blueprint, the roadmap of where the project is going. When I started buying NFTs, um, Andy, I um, I started just buying through hype. Like I missed out on the V friends when they first came out because I'm thinking I've I've paid. Gary, thousands of dollars for consulting and different things. But when he came out with that, I didn't understand that. And I, it was too complicated for me to download my MetaMask, to connect with a wallet. And I'm like, so I felt like, you know, it's too much, too much work. You know what? I'll, you know, I'll do it later, right? So at the beginning, when we friends came out and they were, I believe, $3,000, I think it was like one, one ETH at that moment. The two or three thousand dollars, which is crazy already. Yeah, yeah. so so I didn't I didn't buy that right. Why I didn't I buy it is because it was too complicated for me to learn how to do it. So I was lazy. I didn't understand it, and I didn't. Like, I had the money. It wasn't about you know I could let go three thousand dollars. I could let go of six thousand dollars. It was the money wasn't an issue. It was the learning curve, right? So now fast forward eight months later, instead of paying three thousand dollars for NFT, I bought it for. 12 ETH, so about what uh, that moment is about forty thousand dollars. So one NFT that I could have bought for three thousand, I ended up buying for forty thousand dollars. Okay, so 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 understanding and and I and I and I believe I'm early still on this because I I, I told my my son my son is a partner on this because he's invested some of his ETH with me, and uh, you know that's a long term. That's going to be I believe those NFTs are going to be worth hundreds. You know, in, in the next five to ten years. Uh, as a matter of fact, <laughs> as, as a matter of fact, now that he came out with the V2, the second series of the V Friends, and we're automatically getting one, the the, the version one holders are getting automatically one. So I'm I'm already making a profit or or a, or a return on investment based on just on that. But just going back on NFTs, if, if you're listening to this and you wonder, man, what the fuck is an NFT? Do some homework, man. Don't be like me. Do some homework. Study it. It's gonna yeah, it's gonna take some time. You're gonna to have to probably spend a couple hours. I, I did, you know, months of of, uh, of research. And I wouldn't say research, just dabbling. Months of like reading something, you know, a, a week, dabbling. It wasn't until I started getting serious that I understood that the contract doesn't mean shit unless you are with people with integrity, okay? Because I bought some NFTs that were hype and then the founders left and the project was, it's kind of like, I look at it, I look at everything as real estate, Andy, because my background is in real estate, right? It's like starting a, a, a apartment complex and you have the architect and then the guy runs away with your money. <laughs> the land becomes <laughs> worthless, right? The land becomes worthless. Right. I mean, you could probably sell the land, but if nobody wants the land, the land becomes worthless. So you gotta understand who the, who is in the project, who are the people and what are the benefits? So talk to us about the IP or the board apes. What what does the IP mean and how does a board ape is different than any other NFT project out there? Well, uh, the, their their NFT project, they're the, one of the first people that created a utility roadmap, right? They they said they're gonna throw a yacht party and they fulfilled on that promise. Mm. And once you fulfill that promise, everyone's like, hey, these guys are legit. What are they gonna do next? So to someone else is gonna the value increases because it's worth now it's worth more to someone else. They're like, hey, I wanna go on a yacht party. I'm willing to pay 
like ten thousand dollars to to go on it, so that your ETH just jumps up from one, you know, one to three, and from there it keeps it keeps building, building up, and the creators of it continue to get paid on it as well, which is an amazing thing, right? In normal normal art pieces, once you sell that art piece to someone else, you're gonna get paid one time, but within this NFT world, the artist and creator will always get paid again and again and again, a portion of it, which is incredible to watch. So, so to translate that into real estate, you know, because I have little real estate guys who follow me, and, and a lot of boomers understand real estate terms. It's like buying, is like buying a piece of property that now you could actually put your name on the building, and actually not just put your name on the building, bring that name towards you, that brand. So you also own the IP. So that's why you're able to do what you what you're doing right now is you're taking the board ape branch and you building a restaurant with a board a brand and i only i want the listeners to understand how big that is it's kind of like if nike got started and you could actually buy a, a nike sneakers right and now you could build a nike restaurant i mean to to, to open up a, a to open up a mcdonald's right now you have to have a minimum of a million dollars in the bank to open up mcdonald's and you have to go to hamburger school and you have to hire like that's a whole you know, business model behind it. But now you bought this NFT. So what brought you the idea to actually, who did you, you have to check with people? Did you like, how did they come, how do they connect it when you said, I'm gonna buy this NFT, I have the IP, now I'm gonna open up a restaurant based on this, the, the brand? Yeah, the, it, t- it took a while. Obviously, like you mentioned earlier, the, the onboarding process of just buying an NFT, it, it, as my first NFT to buy was a board ape, which is not, not obviously not easy, right? You have to, I had to, Go to the bank because you can't you can't you can't um why you can't use the, the wire money through the, the phone so you have to go to the bank uh, wire money out and when you wire that much money over they place a hold on you and i was like okay well i'm, I'm sitting here five six days getting on hold and then once i figure out the metamask part you i look at the floor price and i was like hey the floor price just jumped up another 10 if i'm screwed so it took me like three months for this whole process of trying to land so, so, so just so people understand when you were looking to buy the board ape how much was the board ape around how much around money? Seven, around seventy ETH when I was looking to buy so, it. So what? One hundred fifty thousand dollars was 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 a, was aborted when you were looking to buy it, right? How did how much did you end up paying for it once you had to go through the process? Well, during the entire process, the highest it jumped was the floor jumped to one eighteen, right? That's when I was like flipping out. Like, yeah, I got to inject. I got to inject more money, but I ended up getting around ninety ETH when it when it started dipping down a little bit, and now it's over. I think now the floors are at one eleven today. One eleven, one eleven. So you 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 already made money on just on the on the NFTs. The, the profit is there, but but most important, what I want audience the audience to understand is that you know, you have to you have to follow some processes in order for you to be able to to buy NFTs. And, and make sure you bind the right NFT because I remember I, I bought a, a board ape. No, no, it was another another project. It was an ape, and um, I bought it through um, OpenSea, but it was the wrong account. It was a scam. So lucky for me, it was only a couple thousand dollars. It wasn't a big money, but that was the the first thing that I tell people: listen, make sure you you have the right account in OpenSea. Make sure you have the right account in Meta and MetaMask. Make sure you're you partner with somebody that knows what they're doing. Learn before because it could be it could be an expensive lesson. I, I've probably been scammed for at least a ten thousand dollars NFT. That's a a good lesson to learn to actually do my homework, and and, and yeah, do it right. I lost, I lost the mutant ape, so I lost around seventy grand too. So I, I went through security expensive lessons through the process. So how, tell me about how you, how did you lose the mutant ape? What was what, what what did you do? We had it had it in a different wallet and clicked the wrong link. You clicked the wrong link, and once you clicked the wrong link, I came back the next the next weekend and I was like, hey, the 
the ape's gone. It's gone. You can't do anything about it. And that's it. So that so that's another thing too. So understand, like this right now, the NFT world is that is the wild wild west for scammers. So it's a what like you gotta be smart about this shit because otherwise you will get scammed. And then what? Uh, unfortunately, if you get scammed, then it, it it turns turns you off. Then you don't wanna do it, and then you miss out on the opportunity that you're gonna have. So my suggestion is study it and don't click on any. If you're a boomer and you listen to this, but most likely you know you're 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 my age. Um, don't don't nobody's gonna be if it's too good to be true it's too good to be true all right if you get a link saying hey i'm gonna give you a free this or free that don't click on those links make sure you have somebody that is that is at least a millennial that is going to help you understand this before you start putting some serious money in it but uh but definitely man is is a is worth the time it's worth investment if you start if you start looking at some of the hedge funds right now uh, hedge funds are going heavy on um, on investing in NFTs. Uh, the board, the what's the parent company for the Board Ape Club? The Ubalabs. Um, Ubalabs. Yes, they they just raised half a billion dollars, and they bought they bought CryptoPunks and they and they bought a couple other projects. So they're the yep. biggest ones right now. Yeah, they do. They're they're running the, they're running the game right now. They're running the game. So now now is the time for you to start really. If you're listening to this to start getting more involved in, in NFTs, to start getting more educated about NFTs. My son and I were going to um we're going to Gary V's conference. Uh, that's why I bought the the the, the V friends to yep. get into the to, to the conference. So we're looking forward looking forward on that. So so now you have your opening of your restaurant, right? So now you, you bought the board ape, you 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 took the chance, you 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 got the money in now now you have to put money into your restaurant right now. Did you rebrand your restaurant? So how to, Walk through us through the projects. Talk to us about that the project. So last year, last year I acquired a space in Long Beach, um, intended to be a different restaurant. And when I came up with the idea, I kind of froze. I told everyone, "Stop what you're doing! Like, do not continue what we're doing. I have this idea. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna utilize this IP, and we're gonna be the first guys to make an uh, uh, an NFT themed restaurant." So we just paused everything, and then we've been working at it for the last few weeks of getting the store ready for this weekend. That's awesome. And then you had so thanks to that, you already have like contracts. I think I saw I saw on your Instagram page you have Bun B as a partner. Is that was that before or that happened after you decided to to the NFT? Uh, uh, Bun, Bun, B, Bun B and I started a concept a burger concept last year. So he, you know we, we we didn't want to start a new burger brand. So this this burger brand is powered by our chill burgers, you know, concept that we do in Houston, Texas. Got it. So you already had that. So this strengthened the brand. So you already had a brand right. that you were building. So this strengthened the brand. So now, now you have an ecosystem. Now you have a community that's behind it. So now, what are you giving to to uh, to NFT holders? Uh, you know, so there was some advertisement that what what's the benefit for an NFT holder to actually go to a restaurant? Yeah. So for board ape holders, uh, on the opening day, they'll all get a free meal. If you own a meat tent, you'll all get a free burger, like yourself. Um, we're also doing giveaways, you know, like t-shirt giveaways. We have uh, performances outside. We have face painting, balloon, an like balloon animals. We're doing a lot of fun little things outside and we're doing pull apps so people can make sure they, you know, they check in, show that they're there. Uh, along the way, we're going to also collaborate with other NFT holders with their, maybe possibly their apes and, and hopefully do special packaging for them too. I got have some packaging right here that we did. Um, but we might be doing them, their characters later on too with other, other holders. So, so that's that's very important to understand because you know for people who listen to this NFT, if you buy most NFTs, if you buy you you could print them and you could say, hey, I own this and it's a digital contract and you own the the uh, the arch or you own the 
uh, whatever the NFT is, but with Bored Apes, is this the only project that you know of, Andy, that actually allows you to to use that and own it to build, you know, build T-shirts, to build restaurants, to actually own the the right for that particular art? Is that the, is it the only one, or you know any other projects who? Well, a lot of other brands are doing it right now too. Some 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 have more limitations on it, um, but a lot of the brands are actually offering CryptoPunks. Obviously, when they got acquired by Yuga Labs, they, they're offering it out now too. I think that, um, I think some, some that, of the brands you have to uh, pitch it to the community and they vote. It goes through that. I think I think that's a smart move as as allows the community to also not, not necessarily like doing it to monetize it. You, know, you you're actually monetizing the brand, but also to have the freedom to use it and to create merch, to be able to have the freedom to to wrap the brand and, and receive more benefits around it as well. So it's it's a smart move, man, a smart move. Listen, man, I think that this is an amazing thing. I'm gonna be looking at this closely, man, to see how your success is. I'm No doubt, man, you're gonna be successful in this restaurant, and it's probably gonna be one of many. Like, I'm looking forward to see what the next location is, and and as the community, I, mean, I, I just heard, I don't know if you, if you know this, yesterday, uh, Brady just bought a, a board ape as well. So Madonna put a board ape, man. So like, listen, at, at this at this moment, we're gonna be uh, running the Planet of the Apes in the next by, by 2025. <laughs> it's gonna be a big, big Planet of the Apes going on. Um, it, it's it's a it's a it's a culture phenomenon. I think that if if you're listening to this podcast and if you're watching this, just get more educated on what the board ape community is doing, the NFT community is doing, the Web three, what the Web three is. This is not something that you want to miss. It's not something that you're going to discount. Don't be a boomer and go back thinking like social media is not going to hit. Or even worse, when people th thought internet was a fad, right? The internet is not going to, it's going to go away. Like, what would you say to people right now that are sitting on the sidelines about NFT, sitting on the sidelines about Web3, and they think, they think hey, listen, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. What would you say to them? Um, like do your research, jump, watch. If you guys are scared. Watch what I'm doing, right? I'm, I have a track record of being, of hopping industries and, and making impact. So if I'm, if I'm jumping in this, and my peers, just like Gary V and Bobby Hunters, are jumping into it, uh, those guys have super strong track records. There's a reason why we're all hopping in. And like you said, Tom, if Tom Brady's buying a board ape, you know that guy's like that guy's super vanilla. So if he's buying it, you know there's something to it. So you need to jump in. And, and listen, at the same time, what I what I want to commend you on is like you you are jumping in. You're using your industry experience and jumping in, not necessarily just saying, hey, I'm gonna sell t-shirts, you know, you sell, no, you're using your experience and what you know, and you merging into the NFT world. And that, that's what I want people to understand, that it's not that you don't have to reinvent the wheel on, on, on learn something new, use what you have. Use what you have. Like I'm excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna build a compound. I'm gonna call it the Edge Compound, where we're gonna have trainings. This you know the metaverse for me is is exciting because I do trainings, I do mindset trainings, and I can't wait to do an, an event in the metaverse because actually it's is it allows me to have more people, allows me to have more experiences, and the limit is only the imagination. That's what we understand. Like the moment that you that you open up this restaurant in the metaverse, and they like this is gonna be it's gonna be crazy because now the same people that could Yes, they're going to be able to go to the physical location, but then when they go into the metaverse, they're going to be able to have a, a, a different experience. So, uh, and, and it's all about experiences. People buy on experiences. They will remember how you made them feel, not necessarily what you did for them. So I'm, I'm excited, brother. I'm excited for you. So where can they find you? So give us some, you have the, well, we have the website, you have your, your I want to put your IG um, link in, in this video as well, but where can they find you? Yeah, find me on my personal Instagram at Andy the Nguyen, and on our board and hungry is at just board and hungry. 
Awesome. Where's the restaurant? Where's the restaurant that you the, that you open it up? Oh, we're, we're we're located in Long Beach. Grand opening this Saturday. Um, it's definitely gonna it's gonna make history. It's something different, unique. A lot of Web 3s gonna show up, but we hope a lot of normies that don't understand the industry come out. And if, if they don't, if they're still skeptical, at least come out and enjoy a good burger and, and learn more there. Listen, if you don't like NFTs, at least go check out restaurants to eat some burgers. I'm sure you like burgers, man. I, I can't wait. Next time I'm in California, brother, I want to check you out. I'm, well, we're going to talk shop, man. We're going to talk more about you know burgers and NFTs because my favorite in the summer, my my thing is grilling. I grill the meanest burger, man. So I want to I wanna see if maybe I could pitch you my recipe, my, my burger <laughs> recipe for your, for your joint. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Awesome, brother. Appreciate you being here, brother. Uh, thank you. So follow, follow, follow Andy again, learn about NFTs, learn about web three, learn about, get yourself uncomfortable because that's what entrepreneurship is not about being comfortable. Life is going to kick your ass anyways. Instead of waiting for life to kick your ass, go out there and fucking kick ass, go out there and make shit happen. Don't be afraid of the things that, that listen, we all going to make mistakes, but don't dwell on the what ifs. So ask yourself, why not? Why not you? You're not too old. You, you're not too late. Man, right now, I truly believe it's the best time to be an entrepreneur because there's so much opportunities. I mean, if you focus on what's wrong with, with the world, with America, with the economy, you're going to find it. But also, you can focus on the on the ones who are making shit happen. And most of the people right now making shit happen are very optimistic. Why? Because they believe that at the end of the game, the one who's in the field eventually is going to win. Not the ones that give up. Not the ones that are in the sidelines waiting for shit to happen. You have to be the man on the arena. You have to win the fucking game. You have to stay in the game. Learn it, live it, experience it. Love life. If you're ready to find the edge, go to kingscodebook.com to get the latest copy of my book, The King's Code. This book will help you find the clarity, the certainty, and the purpose that you need in order for you to lead with power. Go to kingscodebook.com and find your code to the edge now.